No one ever got diddled in that corner. <laughs> This is Walt from Tell Him Steve Dave. I'm Chris Hardwick. Brian Quinn from Practical Jokers. I'm Jim Gaffigan. I'm getting Steve Dave. Hey, it's Mike Cudlitz from The Walking Dead. I'm Chad Lindbergh. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men. Brian Johnson of Tell Him Steve Dave and Comic Book Men. It's Misinformation Podcast, baby! Information podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Misinformation Podcast by emailing misinformationpodcast at gmail.com or find us on the Twitters at Misinfo Podcast. Welcome to Mr. Mission Podcast, episode 288, with you finally again, as always, uh, I'm Zach. And I can't jump rope. You can't? I can't jump rope. When did you try? Oh my god, embarrassing as fuck in class today. Like, in gym class? Fail. <laughs> <laughs> like, almost face plant in front of, like, 100 people fail. No shit. <laughs> like, like, on your first go-round? Yeah, I, I maybe didn't get it right. Do it a second time. Nope. <laughs> I'm just going to set this down and make sure nobody saw me. I'm just going to hop in place. Fuck it. It's like it's like uh, like the little retarded brother of a Phil Collins song. Oh, God. It was so fucking emaciating. <laughs> you mean emasculating? Yes, that too. <laughs> emasculating, yes. What am I? <laughs> well, it was. I was still hopping. <laughs> Probably more work doing that. Fuck. I had a guy the other day say to me, uh, yeah, it was so urethral. I was like... <laughs> You mean, that could be a thing. You mean ethereal? <laughs> because you, right now you're talking about your dick. There's a va- I've had really good pisses that I could say were urethral. Urethral? But there's a vast deference between that and what he said. <laughs> <laughs> so did you ever redeem yourself? No. Well, I bought a jump rope today. That's one of the things I did when I said I was running errands. Yeah. I bought a fucking jump rope. See, somebody, I want to learn in privacy of my own home before I go and attempt this shit again. <laughs> like, I, I swear to God he did it as a kid. Like, I had... There were girls in the neighborhood, like, I had a sister. Like, I could have sworn I did it as a little kid. Well, we did it in gym class. I guarantee you there was I a don't... jump rope portion of gym, gym class. I know our gym class had it. Like, like, they would even add in, like, double dutch and shit. I'm not saying I was good at it. I'm just saying that they had it in gym class. God, I don't. Maybe my school didn't do that. I don't recall that. Maybe. Maybe we just uh, blanked it out. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, wasn't, it was no, it was it was no parachute day. It but... wasn't, like, something you can kind of just get away with. Like, no, everybody in class is doing this for, like, a minute. Oh, like, shit. Oh, fuck. So they, like, passed out jump ropes. So, like, hey. Yeah, and I had a shitload of them. But and it wasn't anything fancy. Just not all I have guy. to do is... I ended up standing with my arms, like, a foot away from my waist and just hopping in place. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody say anything? No. <laughs> do you have friends in that class? No. Not anymore? There's, like, two people that know my name. That's about it. No shit. So that, that's good. But, oh, God, yeah. Mortifying. <laughs> 
See, and that's why I don't work out class. That's I, I don't because I, I don't. If I'm gonna humiliate myself, I'm just gonna do it to myself. And I that's I quit going. Like I did that this particular class. I did it for like a year and a half, maybe a year ago. Mm-hmm. Kind of just things came up, and I quit doing it for a while. So I did go back. Right. We've never done jump rope before. I wasn't expect came out of nowhere. All of a sudden, in jump rope. Okay, let's go. Oh, what the fuck? They hand you a rope. You hand one side of it to one person, another side of it to the other person. You stand in the middle waiting for them to swing it around. <laughs> <laughs> Who sings? Who does the thing? Like Miss Molly had a. No, it's not how this works. No, oh, it's not on Sesame Street. It's supposed to be. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, oh. so are you, you going to go back? Are you that humiliated? Well, it, then it, that was like last week. We had again today. They had a segment where you had to do like you had to do. Was it, there were stations. Okay. And after you did a circuit of one like four different stations, you did jump rope for. You had to do fifty in a row. Okay. So I'm like, okay, which is nice because it was off in the corner. So I just went all the way to the far furthest part of the corner I could get. <laughs> away from all the jump ropes that were on the ground for people to grab and just act like I couldn't get one and just hopped in place. <laughs> Which I'm sure somebody in there had to notice me doing it. But I did catch one girl not using a jump rope also. I don't know her story. I'm going to have to find her and ask her. But oh, that's, I'm that's not sad. alone now. Because the only thing more sad uh, is, is a girl who can't dance. Like you, you watch a girl, that's a super, like, that that's the one thing that can make me like go to bed and like not have to like agonize over this all night long and lose sleep is like that's a girl thing. Like it's solidly a girl thing is jump rope. Well, unless you're Rocky, have you not seen Rocky? Boxers do it, but that motherfucker's like, whew, 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 whew. they're they, not even they, asking you to do that. They don't talk about it though. Like you right. do it, but you don't talk about it. Then you're just like, dude, that dude's a motherfucking jump roper. <laughs> he jumps some fucking rope. <laughs> no. <laughs> You don't jump rope like it's a good workout, but yeah. afterwards, dude, I just fucking jump some fucking rope. Facebook post. <laughs> no. <laughs> Calories burned. <laughs> you don't see dudes in the gym like with their jump rope just hop in there. No. It's but, hidden. You do it in private. If you do it, you don't talk about it. It's like Fight Club. Not a lot of videos. It didn't happen. Internet in videos. existence. Internet videos, the guy setting his phone up across the gym to videotape him <laughs> jump roping like they do with their lifting. Oh, I hate those guys. I, I, I have so many friends. That post workout videos of themselves on a regular basis on the internet. You're like, oh yeah, that's not conceited at all. Like, not even a little bit. Like, yeah, I really just want to watch you lift weights. Like, I go to workout. Like, there's people that do food journals. They like they write down like their weights every day, like how much what they like literally on a scale like what they weigh today. Yeah. Before class, after class, they take these like shakes pre pre workout, post workout. It gets stupid. Isn't before class and after class weights like, really, kind of stupid? I mean, that's really stupid. I'm going right? there to just maintain fitness. Yeah. I don't want to be like some fucking Adonis. I don't want to be taking like selfie Snapchat pictures and. But like, if if you're if you're recording your weight bef- before workout and after workout, that's like recording your weight. Before, it's how much before you sweat you lost. Yeah, right. before you shit and after your shit. It's basically shit. how much you sweat. Really, yeah, that's weird. There's other ways to measure that, right? Besides just sweat, liquid waste <laughs> like, the, this is you're not going to crossfit are you no no i don't i would never do that that shit's cult like anything that involves any kind of like anything remotely cult like i want nothing to do with right period uh, there's a lot of that stuff going on right now <laughs> <laughs> yes there is it's yeah i don't well speaking of cults uh did you hear the the news about the boy scouts Yes, they've actually done a 180. Well, is it a 180 or is it like a, like a No, that's a 187. Because like, they, they were very, very anti-letting gay people. Well, this, the is, but this isn't gay people. 
This isn't necessarily gay people. It's like... Because you can be trans and still be... Straight. Yeah. Which I don't... I mean, I don't know how, but you can. Like, it's it's about what you want to be, not be what like, you want to be like, in. You like women, but inside you feel like you're a woman, so right. then you're really a lesbian even though you've got a dick. Yeah. So it's very confusing to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, 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 and I guess I don't understand... I'm all for inclusion and shit, but it's the Boy Scouts, and there's a Girl Scouts. So, like, if you feel like you're a girl, can't you just go to the Girl Scouts? Like, I don't know if they allow that. This would be for girls that feel like they're masculine or men. Or is it for boys who feel like they're feminine, and they can still go to the Boy Scouts? No, they said this would be how you define yourself. So but, not what's on your birth certificate. So if you think so if of you, yourself as a male, so it'd only be for girls, oh, biological okay. girls okay. that well, feel like they're boys well, or want to be a boy. Then I guess I'm on board with it because my whole argument was... It wouldn't be for effeminate boys. That oh, would not be allowed. Okay. Well, and, and I'm not saying that effeminate boys shouldn't be allowed because I think they should also. But I'm just saying it's weird to me. Like, I feel like a girl. Okay, there's the Girl Scouts. Like, if you want to be a girl and want to be around other girls, there's already a thing for that. You know, if they want to be a boy and want to be around boys, there's a thing for that. If you're a girl who wants to be a boy, like, to me, it was strange that they're just like, yeah, anybody can join the Boy Scouts now. So they just call it the Scouts, I guess. It should be. Yeah, but it's just such a weird, like, shouldn't there be places where they just aren't obligated to include everybody? I'm not saying, like, drinking fountains that say no blacks. <laughs> I'm saying, like, just a place that just isn't obligated well, yeah, there's still, like... And why would you want to be a part of that thing if they didn't want you? There's still, like, fraternal organizations. Elks Club, Moose Club, Shriners. Right. It's all men only. Boys and the, clubs. And they're still getting away with that? Yeah. It's a private club. They can do what they want. There's, so, pr- there's still golf clubs where Jews can't come, African Americans can't come. Whoa. No women. Whoa. No, it's... I'm not yeah. saying... I, <laughs> George, I'm saying it exists still to this day, <laughs> right, 2017. Right. Well, I guess I don't understand. Are, are, the, are the Boy Scouts not a private club? I thought they you were have, private. You have to pay dues. You, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's not publicly funded, is it? It's a nonprofit, I think. God, I don't know. <sighs> I know I read about it back when they had that huge controversy about like having gay men like be leaders right, and stuff. Like, right. I, but that guy, that was a decade and, ago, and that's a weird stance to take too. Like, I want to say the Mormon Church had a lot to do with the organization, oh, if I remember right. Well, there you have it. You're not going to get away from the Mormons. They're crazy. Like, we can fuck multiple wives, goddammit, but no gays as scout leaders. Because then they might fuck multiple boys, is their logic, I guess. Even though there's no correlation between being gay and being a pedophile. Unless you're a religious zealot or bigot, then I guess maybe then you might make that correlation. I <laughs> We've renounced bigamy! Yes, in so much that there's a television show starring your people. Uh, with several wives. They yeah. frown upon it. Yeah, sure they do. <laughs> they frown upon it in public. Meanwhile, he's like, I'm getting my dick in every one of these sister wives. Every single one of these. I need it all mine. Mine. I've seen them. Uh, no thanks. Yeah, no. Even my, even my old math thing, like 10 of them. Uh, mm. No, I don't know. No, not that particular group. The, on, the only one that is even a little bit attractive. Well, I think his first wife is kind of attractive, and then his newest wife is kind of attractive. But his newest wife is dumber well, than a bag of hair. They're inbred. Well, they've got to be. There's only, what, I think two, maybe three cities, and they're really, I mean, by city, I'm being really generous with that term. <laughs> they're towns. If even, that's even being generous, they're, what, a couple hundred people? Well, of... of and then even then, they're, like, I'm talking just families, there might be 
Oh, you're talking 20 about families, uh, that, but that, the families have 30, 40 people. In that them. practice bigamy, you mean? Yeah, I know. Oh. Arizona City is one of them. That's the biggest one. That was the infamous one. Well, the TV people moved to Las Vegas. They live in Las Vegas now. But if you're a member of one of these families that's having to marry, there's only going to be a handful of other families. Right. Odds are someone in that family is a cousin or something. Right. It's not like people are flocking to join these right. villages, you know? If yeah. anything, they're excommunicating people, making it more inbred. Yeah. Probably. At least the Amish allow the sheets. Or people are leaving because they're like, what the fuck was I born into? What is this fucking shit show? Like, I don't want any part. You, He's my brother, but he's also my neighbor. He's, this is very confusing to me. We can't all live in the same house because they don't make them big enough. And instead, we're going to buy a cul-de-sac. And that's where we're all going to live. And we have our own bus to go to school because there's 30 of us and there's no other way to get to school. Fuck this lifestyle. I'm going to go marry me a black chick. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm getting the fuck out of here as far away as I can be. <laughs> fuck it. No, thank you. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I'm not like I'm not against the whole Boy Scout thing, but I just don't understand why any of it's necessary. It's not because, I don't know. I, I kind of agree with you on the point where there should be like just certain things that are only for this group. Well, I'm not okay. I don't want to say that because that's that's that makes me sound racist. No, but no, no, <laughs> I'm talking like organizations that are about one thing. Like you're just into this one thing. Yeah, like a pilots club. Would a pilots club let dog breeders in? No, they don't have the similar interests. Like it's it's so weird. Like what? I want to like, be in that pilots club, but I don't vets. fly. You wouldn't want to have some like anti-war process you're joining right. AMVETS you know like you should be a veteran <laughs> right. to be in here and right. if you're not then that's what I mean by like there should yeah. be some things where you have to be a certain meet certain qualifications to become a member yeah I would agree with that yeah yeah not not like we've got AMVETS and we got blam vets. we got <laughs> AMVETS for, for whiteies and blam vets for darkies no there's yeah that I couldn't get behind but yeah yeah like just interest groups like you're interested in these things you shouldn't be forced to include or, or like you said, you know, there, there's a criteria. You have to have served in the military. You have to, you know, you you wouldn't have a done the profession or lobby for the profession like, or you're like I could see there being a parents group, right? I, here's what's going to happen sooner rather than now, later. Now, see, as someone that doesn't have a child, I would love to join a parents group because <laughs> I would have some input on that. <laughs> okay, go try to join the PTO and <laughs> just see if they let you in. And then if they don't, see the fuck out of them because you know that's coming next. And it's like, why should you be allowed to... Oh, because your tax dollars fund the school, so you should be allowed to, to say how the parent-teacher organization is run. Hey, it's just such a weird... That's the world we live in now, though. It's, like it's everybody, getting to the point of having to become parental to the neighborhood kids. It's the point where I almost ran some down with my car going through my yard a week ago. You ran someone down with your... You almost I, ran someone down with your car? Intentionally. Oh, <laughs> okay continue that long going it's the same kids like right i recognize a handful of them and then there's always more kids like it just it's a constant wave so i'll go out like i'm always play with it so i'll come out i'll see here i'm playing in my yard feet from my house right hey can you guys go play somewhere else the 99 percent of the time they've been really cool about it yeah they leave or i even point like hey that softball field that's that, like 100 feet that away entire right park. there it's empty that entire park there can yes. you play there please <laughs> thank you and then I don't see them for like a month. Things are good. And then, bam, there they are again. And it's always like 10 o'clock in the morning, right in the middle of my sleep because I work third shift. Like right. just the most inconvenient time will come out from work or getting ready to go to work. I don't hear him. I open my back door, and this kid's like a foot away. Like I almost opened the door on him right by the back of my house. I'm like, oh. what the fuck? Look around. There's like 30 kids in my yard playing tackle football. 
and my yard's on a giant hill. Like, it's the stupidest place to be putting football. Like, what the fuck? Right next to a giant park. Yes. I mean, like, open spaces. Yes. Like, a thousand different places they could be playing tackle yes. football. Right, right. Yes. Oh, boy. So my driveway's just completely fucked up again. Like, I had it graded, graveled, like, spent two grand on the rock. And then, like, right. a month afterwards, there was a water main break on my side of the block. Oh, fuck. It washed all that shit down ruts of, like, Fast forward two, three years till now, there's huge fucking ruts. Oh, that's And with it, we had, what, two straight weeks of rain in the middle of uh-huh. January? Yeah. Well, it's just a mud slosh pit. So coming to work, I tried getting up in my new SUV. Nope, not happening. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, well, shit, I'm not going to call into work because I can't get up my driveway. Like, fuck <laughs> it. I'm like, I know. I'm going to drive up my, my yard. Uh-huh. Like, should I do this? Yes, I should do this. It's my yard. I do whatever the fuck I want. So I pull back up to the garage, and like one kid sees me pull up there, and he must have said something because all of a sudden they scatter. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> Floor it. <laughs> I start getting up the hill, and all of a sudden the back end starts fishtailing because I mean, it's, it's the ground is just it's, it's wet. Right. So I'm sliding all over and I just hit the gas even harder to power up there, <laughs> spraying fucking mud everywhere. There's like half the group goes to my house, half the group runs to the neighbor's house. <laughs> My car spins back the other way. I fucking finally make contact with this with the road up front. Haul out there. I thought you said finally make contact with the smallest kid. No, I was. I didn't come within a hundred feet of any kid, but I was very aggressive in my approach. <laughs> Tell me, you at least threw mud on him when you. Oh no, it sprayed bad. Oh, that's awesome. There was there's mud on my house. Oh, you want to borrow my pressure washer? <laughs> Just bought a brand new pressure washer. It's amazing. Wow. And uh, guess who's not been back, and guess who's been playing in the park every day since then. (laughs) Odds are we won't get run over in the park. (laughs) A crazy guy at the dead end of the street, he'll run us over. I'll be doing a little bit of resodding. I ordered 10.3 tons of rock. I got it last Friday, dumped off in my driveway. Jesus Christ. I would have just waited till spring. How are you going to spread it out? Wheelbarrow and a shovel. Shut the fuck up. I've got it two-thirds done right now. Fuck, I would have just went and rented one of those little, little... Bobcat deals. It's little, a good work. Yeah, it's a good workout though. Oh fuck that, dude. We're almost forty years old. Like our fucking backs ain't built for that shit. <laughs> and seriously, like I mean, I like to think that I, I'm not a total fucking pile of pudding, but Jesus, like ten tons of rock. Yeah, fuck that. But fuck, dude. You turned thirty eight two weeks ago. Yep. I turned thirty eight today. <sighs> I'm over it, man. Like, I don't. I want this. I want off this planet. Just, I'm so tired. I'm tired all the time. I'm afraid that we're going to go through nuclear war soon, and I won't. I can't survive a nuclear war. I'm not built for it anymore. I don't think any of us are. Well, I think except so. for the rich who can afford to build giant bomb-proof shelters with huh. years of supplies. Weird that only the rich would survive. Oh, weird. <laughs> so weird. I, I just I used to think when I was young, like, well, if there's a nuclear war. I've got certain skills that would allow me to survive in a in a apocalyptic wasteland. You know, I'll kill somebody. I don't care. But like, let's talk this out. So let's say someone okay. does decide to drop a nuclear bomb on us or somewhere else in the world. Okay, there will be retaliation from that country that was bombed because there will be survivors. Period. Right. Any country that has nuclear weapons, I promise you for a fact, has bomb shelters in their government and the leaders oh, are yeah. in said bomb shelters. Yeah. Well, except for we've got currently got a, a leader that'd probably be like a turkey. He'd walk outside even and if, look up. Even if the president <laughs> or the 
dictator or whoever it is for whatever country you're talking about, the leader. It's of, weird that you'd use both president and dictator. What, depending uh, what country well, you're talking about. No, no, I'm about. just saying. It's weird <laughs> that you would use those two words so close together uh, in our current... Uh, sorry, continue. continue. Uh, I don't know where I was headed with that. Glorious leader. <laughs> it's... it's, it's uh, I played golf last week, and uh, so you I drop shot a bomb. Hole in one on every the hole. people that are going to die are normal civilians like you and I. Right, we'll be the first to go. It's going to be an urban population, big cities. That's where I mean, mm, big if you drop a bomb. That's where you're going to do it. It's big cities, be, we'll be fine. Which, being in Iowa, might be to our advantage. Yeah, maybe. Unless they try to go central, just central. In so the you're going to wipe out the people that actually make up your army to fight, mm-hmm. and you're leaving the people that would never in a million years want to fight the rich, who are going to be living in little tiny underground shelters for however long their supplies last right so when all this is said and done what's left but a bunch of rich people in a shelter with no skills on how to make their own food mm-hmm. how to fix any of their own shit oh you know they're gonna take their fucking maids and shit with them because they know that they can't survive without them i don't know if they're that intelligent there'll be a smaller dirtier shelter <laughs> they allow their help to live in but that would only last so long because unless they're made or their servants or security crew monkey butlers some of their mechanics. Mon- some of them monkey butlers, I think. Like, unless they're generating more population, more people, it's going to end. Yeah. Well, and a lot of those people still find a way to fuck, though. Look at our <laughs> look at our current president. You telling me that the, you telling me? Okay, so our current president, right? His wife is a is a supermodel. Like, she's, I don't know if she's. I wouldn't go that. She's a model. She's a model, an accomplished model. Yeah, I'll give you that. Okay. You is there any way he put his dick in her without sneaking up on her? I mean, do you do you see her willingly let that pile of skin folds lay down on top of her, just climb up on top of her? Like, the only way I can see it happening is maybe he gets her from behind with her eyes closed. And she pretends, pretends that, that orange skin slapping against her, her butt. I, I did catch part of their inauguration with her dancing. Like, it's obvious she's not head over heels in love with right, the guy. You know? Right, right, right. She was. She hugged the hell out of his wallet, though. Yeah, it's money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you know, people are, uh, you know, people are talking about. Um, well, he, he, you know, he, he's misogynist. He treats her terribly. That bitch knew exactly what she was getting into. Absolutely. And she didn't give no fucks. All right. She didn't go into it. Him being, being like, him, he wasn't super suave, romantic. No. Or he says something extremely rude, extremely crass, and yeah. she's like, hey. He wants me. I'm going to take this. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she doesn't strike me as being someone that's stupid. She seems cold, calculated, and terrifying. She gets what she wants. Yeah. Yeah. She knew. Like, all I have to do is put up with him being a dickhead, and I, when he dies, I'll be a billionaire. Exactly. Yeah. Financial be- security. Yeah. Because if... I he'll mean, be... He's what? Is he 70 now? Yeah. In his 70s? Yeah. So he's got... Eating the way he eats... I'm going to say he's got maybe another decade. Being president and the stress level increasing, yeah. I'll be shocked if he makes it to mid-80s, to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't know how much stress level there is for him, though. And she's in her, what, <laughs> late 20s, early 30s, maybe? I guess I, I have no I idea would say thir- I would 30s? say 30s. I mean, if, if she's not 30s, she's a rough-looking 20s. Because her face is not attractive. But when he's gone, she can get someone her own age or even younger, <laughs> right. no problem. Yeah, or and she's probably banging somebody else right now. <laughs> Women have needs, too. Well, she's still in New York, and he's in D.C. now, so yeah, she'll yeah. she'll do what she needs to. Oh, oh, it just it, when I when I when I was watching them dance, I saw a video of you know, and I I, I was I was not a, an Obama supporter, but there were things that the guy did right, and his public persona and the way that he he carried himself was always fucking spot on. And they showed a comparison of him and uh, Michelle getting out of the limo and Donald Trump and Melania getting out of 
the SUV when they got to the White House. Obama goes over and helps Michelle out of the limo, walks her up to the stairs, you know, like a gentleman. Fucking Trump jumps out of that fucking uh, escalator, whatever, walks up the stairs, leaves Melania's <laughs> ass back there. She comes walking around the back end. She doesn't even know where she's going. She's, like, looking around, like, where am I supposed to be? Oh, there they are, and goes walking up to him. And it was the most, like, here's the thing about Donald Trump. It hurts him to smile. That's a warning flag to me. Anybody that it hurt, like, you look at him, and when every time he smiles, you know it looks like he's I'd, in pain. I never even, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I've seen the guy. He, I've seen him grimace. Yeah, that's his smile. Terrifying, right? <laughs> There's, I don't know that I don't know that he knows how to feel legitimate joy. I think he's probably a sociopath, and sociopaths oh, don't. It's not think. It's I'm telling you for a fact. I bet my life savings the dude's a sociopath. Yeah, he doesn't feel human emotion. Like other than other than anger other than and ego, jealousy, anger, right. el, ang, anger, uh, jealousy, and ego. Ego. That's those are the only emotions that he knows. Right. He doesn't know like love and compassion and sympathy. And... But why would you? He hasn't struggled for anything. In his right. Life. Right. And that. Yeah. That, and that's just it. He's, he's, he's a rich kid who's 70. He's a, he's a typical rich kid who's 70 who is used to getting his way all the time. So he's currently in the process of crafting this country into a dictatorship of which he will never um, abdicate the throne. That's that's what he's trying to do, and that's where we're going to end up if we don't all do something quickly. Like a uh, successful impeachment would be pretty much right out there from the start. That won't you? do anything. It could. It could have. He then you put him. Pence in, same difference. Um, well, Pence would be more. I still would have political differences with the guy, but he would be much more presidential. Yeah, absolutely. Like he would put people into jobs to make his that they're job, qualified for. Yeah, his job easier. Not just like hey, I'm going to put this person in because uh, one time uh, he beat me at golf and I still owe him. You know, <laughs> like, you gave me a million dollars. Uh, there's a job here. You can have this job. Like, oh hey, uh, remember when you ran that uh, Nazi website? Uh, let's go ahead and make you in charge of everything. That seems like a great idea. On paper, that looks awesome. You know, at least communism on paper looks good. Like we know now that communism doesn't work, but on paper it seems like a great idea. On paper, does any of the shit that this fucking nut job is doing look good? No, it yes, doesn't. Yes, it does. Oh, which what? That's the crux of my argument with okay. the whole thing. All right, here we go. I'm waiting. Which for I don't want to get into political talk because this goes on forever. But mm -hmm. I have on Facebook, just like you, like I try my best to stay out of it. Because I've had very good intellectual kind of discussions with like conservative friends, and mm -hmm. we've actually had like it's we kind of can concede certain points to each other, right? Where it's like I, I agree to disagree with you, and I kind of see where you're coming from, but right. here's why I disagree with you, and it's a good conversation back and forth, right? I have some relatives and distant friends on Facebook that are like very very simple minded and just very ignorant on issues, uh -huh. so they'll say things like this ban on Muslims is good because we shouldn't be letting immigrants into our country. <laughs> Which, if you took even, like, two two seconds of listening in any of your American history classes from, like, kindergarten through high school, you'd realize we're all immigrants. Unless you're Native American, right. you're an immigrant. Even if you are a Native American, you're an immigrant because you came from somewhere in the Middle East or Africa. Right. Or, or, or Asia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... It, it's and, uh, I'm, like, I'm of German ancestry. When Germans came over to America, we were hated. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? We didn't speak English. We were new. We were feared. We yeah. were the unknown. G the Germans and the Irish. They, they fucking hated the Irish. People hated the do. Irish. People hated Catholics. People hated Italians. All the people that are currently whoever busy hating the, everyone. Whoever the newest group was <laughs> yeah. coming over in the history of America was loathed by the people already here, period. Right. 
right? Because they were going to ruin America. They were going to, our values were going to be, those drunk Irishmen were going to just, and, and, and the Irishmen are like, hey, while we're here, we'll build your country for you. It's weird. <laughs> you know, like, we'll, we'll staff almost all of your police force for you. We'll, we'll make sure that things run the way that they're supposed to, and then we'll get drunk. But we'll still, like, be contributing. It's such a fucking weird deal. You know, people are, this isn't a Muslim ban. And, it's a blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude. Look at look World at War II. Like, it's, World War II shit, it always will be. Like, it's probably the greatest, if you can call war great. Just, right. There's so many amazing stories and stuff, that, developments that came out of that. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating and always will be. Right. Some of which we should probably be looking back to right now and going, hey. But there are hey. still <laughs> survivors of World War II, like concentration yeah. camps, soldiers. Uh-huh. Like, it wasn't that long ago. No. So at that time, Germany was our enemy number one. Italy was our enemy. Mm-hmm. Japan was our enemy. Mm-hmm. Now all three of them are our close allies. Right. That was not that long ago. No. No. Yeah. So the world changes rapidly. So well, the idea of you saying, I'm against this, these few people, you, these few people are radical. So screw everybody in that belongs even remotely to that group is just extremely ignorant. The problem that I have, and I'm not a math guy, but the problem that I have is with the math. Okay. There is no quantifiable mathematical threat to us from the refugees that we're letting in. So say we let 2 million refugees come in. By the math, like, and I'm just kind of like doing this for illustrative purposes, like by the math, maybe two of those people are oh, bad. Right. No, right. You're right. You know? I fear uh, our own American citizens more than do immigrants. Dude, I, fa- I, I fear lawnmowers, bears, and lightning strikes <laughs> more than I fear immigrants. Because As you should. Because all three of those things I'm more statistically, to be mur- statistically likely to be murdered by. It's ridiculous to think that you eliminate an immigration policy, just no more immigration, because there's a... I, okay, here's the argument that I saw the other day. Someone posted a thing on the internet that showed a picture of a fetus and a picture of a little immigrant girl uh, crying, wearing a life vest, trying to get one of the Syrian immigrants, you know, because all those kids got killed trying to come across the water. Boat capsized, a bunch of kids died, their bodies washed up on shore. It was fucking terrifying. Well, this is a little girl crying. And it said, if you have a problem with us killing this, meaning the, the fetus, but not this, uh, then you're part of the problem. And immediately somebody posts underneath there and says, you show me a fetus who blew up a World Trade Center, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so my response was, um, <laughs> unless there's some new science that I'm not uh, privy to, uh, every fetus has the potential to possibly become a terrorist because no, every terrorist you're incorrect now. started as a fetus. What? You are incorrect now. How am I incorrect? As of like a week ago. What do you mean? They successfully... I'm not... Oh, Chimera. Yes. Yeah. Good, you did read. Because I was like, if you don't know about this, fuck, you're not going to believe me. But it's true. Yeah, I just <laughs> Good, you do know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Human, gen- human DNA with a pig DNA. Yeah, yeah. And it's overwhelmingly pig, but there's just enough human to call it human. Right. Well, there's just enough human to hopefully offset the rejection rate of organs. Right. So it was the idea behind it. And it said over time, in theory, they would increase the amount of human. Okay, look, that pig human still has the potential to kill somebody. So every fetus. And if it's born in America, it could become our president in 35 years. (laughs) At the rate we're going, will. (laughs) Will become our president. President Chimera. (laughs) So, So the science behind it is that they're not they're, they're not viable. Like, they can't get up and walk around, and, and they're not, like, little pig people. But that's all I can picture in my head. <laughs> like, they're trying to grow organs, and they found out that if they, if they added... They started out with a high number of human stem cells, and, and then when they introduced them in, the, the organs broke down, and they weren't developing things the way they wanted. So, so they scaled it back to where it was more pig than human. 
and then they're going to slowly keep adding until it fails. Yeah, until it fails again. Maximum human potential. Right, right. And they they want to what they want to avoid is you know all this uh, you know because you can put a pig heart in a person, you know you put a, a pig lung in a person, but the problem is that the the human body is more likely to reject it because it's not even human. So it's it's even worse than getting you know because you get a you get a transplant from another human you might still reject it because your body knows that's not yours. Right. You put something other animal in there that and apparently pigs and humans are the closest. It's up there with apes, but yeah. Well, so why aren't they giving us some ape lung? Because pigs are everywhere and they're cheap. They're no one's gonna have a, a fit because you're doing some because you random can't scientific testing on a pig because you can't put not pigs you can't put pigs in people clothes and make them smoke a cigarette. Right, that's why. Right. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. They don't know sign language, so they're stupid. Oh, that's true. I did see a, a video of a orangutan that learned how to use a saw the other day. He's just sawing away on this fucking piece of wood, and I'm like, what's he gonna do when he gets a cut in two? Move up the wood, wood, I guess. But is he going to build a fire? Because that shit happens. You want fucking Planet of the Apes? That's, that's how you where get that shit starts. Planet that's Apes. where that starts. Like, why are, why are they encouraging it? Like, here, have a tool. Because our own human species is devolving. That's why. That's probably pretty accurate. It's no scientific fact. The less educated you are, the more kids you have. And the more educated you are, the fewer kids you have. Yeah, but sometimes people make the complete circle stupid. And then they become doctors and lawyers. And, then... and have a stupid kid. That does happen. Yeah. And there's also geniuses that come out of amazingly hostile conditions yeah well you know it's kind of like the complete circle of ugly we've talked about that before you have two really ugly parents and they have just a, a adorable child and you're like how the fuck did that happen well complete circle of ugly like there's a certain point at which you cannot get any uglier so you have to it's like it's like the already go bit up yeah the bottomed hu- out the human race reboots like, like it's like fresh operating system it needs to reboot <laughs> yeah, which does. leads to a good segue okay so i had this idea at work a couple weeks ago okay and I wanted to share it with you. I was ho- holding off just to have this person-to-person talk because that's the way this is going to work. Oh, good. Because we see each other once every six months. So you might have been holding <laughs> this, this is, in for a this while. This is good. I knew okay. it was going to be good. <laughs> All right. So we were talking about just the intelligence level on people over the years. And I've been doing this for a decade. I was a trainer at work. People come in. They exude a confidence. It's false. Right. So I'll say something to them. And then, okay, so I'll explain in depth like how to do this. And then I'll go over and ask them, okay, and so now you try it. And they just look at me like, huh? Like, no, like I just spent like a two minute presentation going step by step. I do this. I want you to do it. <laughs> right. You want me to do shit? <laughs> yeah. I want you to do shit. Yeah, <laughs> because... It's called work. Son. <laughs> like you're fucking a, but it's just, it's mind blowing. Like it used to be like every once in a while you'd have like a random bizarre person that just didn't get it. And uh, inter- okay. But it was, apparently... it was rare. We'd laugh about it and just like they interviewed hired the next guy. They interviewed well somehow, but, but then we just, yeah. we're struggling to get decent work. So I started talking and like, there's got to be a way to just fix this, like spotlight just how stupid and ignorant people are. Good luck. So I'm like, yeah, they did that once. It was called an election. And so I'll go like, I get, there's different ways of learning. Like I'm someone that has to physically hands-on do it. There's right. some people that learn by reading. Some people learn by doing, some people learn by just being told mm-hmm. there's different styles. I get that. I try to use all three. Just, I cover my bases. So not only do I talk about it, I make people do it. Right. I watch them do it. I do it. They like watch me. They do it. I watch them. And then I, when I'm done with all of them, I give them a cheat sheet. I wrote it up. I print it. Give it to them. <laughs> Keep this in your wallet <laughs> for the next few weeks. It says step by step how to do every possible thing you could possibly need. It's two sided, <laughs> tiny text, clearly legible. I tracked the shit. I kerned the shit. <laughs> like if you have this and you read this and you follow this step by step, you will not have any problems. And in two or three weeks, you'll know how to do everything in the building and your job will become insanely easier. <laughs> okay. Um, people don't do it. No, I'm not surprised. 
So my idea is like, how do I go about like correcting this? Cause that's the big thing is training meetings. Like, how do we get better workers, better workers? Like they're, they're idiots. Huh? Can't say stop being an idiot. <laughs> you can, but how do you spot this? Like it would tend, like get this on like national attention. Cause it's a huge crisis. And that's part of the immigration thing is that a lot of our immigrants, they're heavily vetted. Like look at our doctors, go to a hospital anymore. Overwhelmingly they're from the middle East. Right. Right. We I, I, can't supply enough medical doctors to run and fill all of our hospitals across the country. We can't. I, I get a little nervous when I get a white doctor. It's weird. I'm like, uh, he talks like me. I don't want him poking around inside me. No, you don't. It, the weird. <laughs> no, you're right. It's weird when you see like a white American yeah. doctor. It's like, bizarre. I don't. You know who was it? Foxworthy that used to do a fucking bit about uh, brain surgeons. You don't want a brain surgeon from the south because you don't want to be like, hey, I'll get around in there and take care of that right in there. I'll tell you what. I don't want it. I don't want a fucking doctor that comes in. And he's like, hey, man, how you doing? It's it makes in me nervous. our nation's best interest to get the best of the best, even if they weren't born in America. Right. To help make our country and world ultimately better. Well, because clearly we're not doing it okay on our own. <laughs> no. <laughs> so maybe some outside input might be what we're looking for. So my idea is we need to go about a new way of attack. And what do Americans love? They love TV. They love media. They love social media. Uh, we tried it already. House got canceled after different. eight seasons. This is different. What's huge right now is that fucking the dating shows are huge. Oh, no. <laughs> Dating shows to me are boring. I've never watched one of them. I have no, I don't care to watch them, but they're huge. Uh-huh. Idiots love them. People love them. People talk about them. That's how this thing will work. Oh, okay. So my idea is this. Yeah. We take, and like the thing I don't like about dating shows is it's people are heavily picked. It's this guy's got, you send in what a minute long clip of yourself that your friends shoot and right. they're looking for basically characters. Yeah. Reject that completely. My idea is fuck that. I don't want characters. I want random people period just like uh, you're sending out interviews i want that to show up so okay i want people that are missing teeth i want people that are morbidly obese i want people that you are want america athletic i want people <laughs> extremely diverse how would you feel about having some muslims on that show i wouldn't care See, i want i you, want diversity should, i want complete <laughs> randomness of men males oh you'll understand in a minute here. <laughs> right. men that's all i'm asking but i the more diverse the better I want working heavily on working class too. Cause that's where a big problem is. So my premise is this, you take all these men and you tell them very little other than they're going to be on a dating show. Okay. Allow them in the people that all these other shows would be rejecting. So any butts like this guy'd be good for the show. I don't want them on my show. <laughs> <laughs> the dumber your interview is, you're going to get picked. So my idea is when you're accepted, you come and we take you to some, basically I, my idea would be, it'd be like an Island, all inclusive. So you show up. First thing that happens when you show up to this island is someone hands you a packet. Inside here, I heavily recommend you read through this. To your left, full-service bar, all-inclusive, drink all you want. To your right, nightclub stocked of gorgeous single women. Everything here is free. You can be here for the next week. Enjoy yourself. That's all you say. Okay. So now you're a single male. Stock the place with gorgeous women, the kind of women that Donald Trump would marry. Oh, scary women. So you're basically setting people up for failure. Cause my, my theory is this given a packet where you're saying, read this, I heavily encourage you to read this. <laughs> right. They're not going to read inside it, there. But... I would say it would be this simple eight o'clock tomorrow morning, be in this room. It, there's a class for like three or four hours. That's, That's all it says. Okay. Keep it super simple. Right. And then anybody who doesn't show up is gone. 
Right. And they're not, yeah. you're not, I wouldn't require, you're not forced to come. If you don't want to come, that's fine. But I'm the person at the desk is like, Hey, I heavily encourage you right. read this. Right. If you choose not to, that's fine. Cause you know, Hey, you can be drinking for free. You've got all these women in this club for free. You can do whatever you want. There's an Island. There's all sorts of diversions, distractions, no money. You can do whatever you want. Like that's a gold mine. Like most people would never get a situation like that in their life. Right. And film the whole thing. Cause there'd be amusing shit all over the place. <laughs> There's all now, kinds of gold in there. Now, like these these women, but that are someone, in the, but these women that are in the nightclub, there there's no guarantee. They're just diversions, so there's no guarantee that they'll sleep with you. They might. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't prevent that. If but there's, but there's no guarantee. Like they're just they, there. There wouldn't be prostitutes. No. So so they're just there. That's I would not want like, them to be single. Right, but it's not like you're like okay, now these guys are going to come in. It's your job to like chat them up. It's just they're just there. Right. I yeah. I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't instruct them at all. Like, okay. They can okay. just, they, they're normal humans. If say they they meet some guy and they like him and they want to do something, that's fine. Them. That's fine. Okay. But okay. I wouldn't encourage them to like get them to not go or they're just they're being themselves. Okay. Gotcha. That's the whole point of the show. Does gotcha. it actually be literally a reality show? Oh, but there's no way that it would actually be. Reality. So for those few that would actually read this packet that was heavily encouraged <laughs> to do, and they show up to this class in the morning, it's a life survival class. Okay. And he goes kind of like Bear Grylls. Okay. Like, and it wouldn't be like a super high end because, again, like I'm going to have like normal, like slightly below intelligence people here. <laughs> right. So I just like I'm not expecting a lot, but just simple survival skills. That's it. Like something wait, that wait, anybody wait. with like even a mild intelligence should be able wait, to do. But so you're talking about like surviving in the wild or like how to. In the wild. How, oh, okay. Cause I, I how thought, to build a fire, well, how to hunt, how to trap. See, when you said. How to build a shelter. When you said life survival, I thought it was going to be like, here's how you fill out a resume. No, 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 Here's how you survive real life. No. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So this class, then once you go to it, it would be probably, I don't know, however long the instructor thinks it needs to be, whether it's a week, two weeks, whatever. I would leave that in the structure, like however long he needs to get that information done. Right. At the end of this, everybody on that island gets sent up on a set of planes, flown to the middle of nowhere, whether it's Alaska, middle of, I don't know, Montana, you name it, isolated, dropped off. Oh, man. They each have a little, like, GPS thing. So if they decide, I'm out, they hit it, helicopter shows up, they're gone. Okay. And we just film. <laughs> I thought somewhere in this would be a solution for your problem at work. <laughs> like I was it waiting. is because this show would be amazing to watch. You'd have 90% of them all of a sudden get dropped off not knowing where the fuck they are, right. what to do. They're lost. Oh, so You'd you have a handful of people that would be like, okay, I went to this class. I oh. learned some survival skills. Like, oh. I'm going to oh. survive. I see. I thought you were only dropping off the people that went to the class. No. Got, the whole oh. island. Everybody's oh. on the plane. They're thinking oh. they're going home. Oh. They're not going home. Oh. You should have fucking read your packet, which was clearly stated to you at the beginning of the show. Hey, I highly recommend you read this. <laughs> so you open awesome. the book, be in this class at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. <laughs> it, That's it. It could save your life. <laughs> well, no, because again, like, wow. I wouldn't, I, lawsuits and stuff, you'd have to have a GPS thing like that. Yeah, but shit. They're like, where the fuck am I? I'm out of here. <laughs> shit could still go wrong, though. Like, maybe the watch don't work. You could have, like, the instructor with them or something. Like, I don't know. It'd be... You'd have to... There'd be... The lawyers would take care of that end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a lawyer. I'm just saying it could be done. Look at Survivor. Yeah, but that's not, like, that's not a real... I mean, that's not a real place. Like, it's it's very... Survivor's, Survivor's very fake. But should... I mean, there are out in the wilderness. Like, you could break arms, break legs. Like, right. someone could get seriously injured But generally, hurt. it's on the other side... <sighs> of civilization, like, a mile away, yes. Yeah, of an island that... 
like there's a hotel, probably a Trump hotel, which is why they'll let people from that country. But my come thought in. is the and there's so many different ways like this would interest people to watch. You have people that, for the romance part of it would be enjoying that. <laughs> right. or, but anyway, at the end of this, you'd actually have really good women that were like awesome candidates for like wives. Like they'd be matched for so anybody that went to class, you'd go ahead and try to find women like they're like these guys. Why not? Why not? Why does it have to be guys? Just have it be. It could be men and women. It could be. There's really no reason it would just you know because you could just say, hey, there's a nightclub over here, full of beautiful people, singles, singles, singles ready to mingles, and there's an open bar over here. Over here, there's a fitness center. Like over here, you can go. Yeah, do, you've got uh, pools, you've got yeah. bars, you've got yeah, just all kinds of stuff that you can fishing. spend spend doing whatever you want. But we recommend you read this back. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. See, there'd be some people that would rip the packet open right there. Oh, they would never even open the thing. Yeah, you're right. You know? And there'd be other people that would be like... <laughs> See, I I wouldn't. I would remember that. I would read it later when I go, before I went to bed. But yeah, I'd be walking around checking stuff out right away. That's me. See, I would be immediately curious what was in the packet. I would at least flip through it. Because they handed it to me. It's strongly recommended that you say, read this. I will say I would read that before I drank any alcohol. Uh, I would say that. I would at least open it up and look through it. <laughs> because like, if there's something in there that says, if you drink one drop of alcohol on this trip, you're immediately sent home and we get to keep all of your money. Like, I, I would automatically assume there's something funky in that. Some kind of catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would, I would want to at least flip through there and be like, what's this packet about? What's, what's in here that I need to know about? My thought is like you actually have valuable lessons. Even people watching, like you'd be like, oh yeah, maybe I should think about stuff when people say, hey, do this. Yeah. Maybe I should listen to them. Maybe, except for, dude, if that was the truth, Teen Mom would not be like would be a cautionary tale and not <laughs> bitches that these teen <laughs> girls are looking up to. Like, oh, Shanae did it on Teen Mom fourteen. Like, how about that? Yeah, yeah. How about <laughs> Cash me outside. How about that? <laughs> Like, what the fuck? First time I saw that, I was like, this this can't be real. Oh, I watched that episode. That was amazing. Ugh. Horrible, but amazing. She got beat up. It was great. I will say this, not having a kid, if like a future me called and said, hey, you will have a kid soon, she's going to turn out exactly like this, I would never for the rest of my life ever have sex again. <laughs> ever. Yeah. Yeah. She is, she's the worst. I mean, the, the, the absolute worst. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know any other way than, I mean, like, like watching it, you're like, this has got to be an act. And Nobody. she's going to have kids very soon. Oh, and a lot yeah. of them. She might even be pregnant. She might have been what, pregnant like on the show. 13 or 14, if even that old. Yeah, but she wasn't dressing like it. No. I mean, she, yeah, bad, bad, bad juju, man. Like, super, yeah. <sighs> Which I mean, means then she will be a horrible parent to her kids. Mm. We're then going to have tons more kids. Yeah. Ca so yeah, she cash should, me outside. How about that? Yeah, like that doesn't even make sense. Throw her on an island with car keys everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Like, please just just take a bunch of pills. Like, the world don't need you. Like, I mean, I mean, granted, I'm talking about like a 13 or 14 God, year old kid, I mean, but drugs, like, forget drinking. You could even have drugs, like, oh, pot, yeah. weed, all kinds of stuff. There, it, it, yeah, if it's in the right place, <laughs> be totally legal. You wouldn't have to worry about it at all. Uh so yeah, that's my TV. And again, the huge budget, but I think that would be a ratings killer. I think it'd do well the first the first season would. After that, it'd be diminishing are, returns after that. Yeah, and people are hip to it, so you'd have to try to get creative to trick them and stuff. But yeah, let's let's try to sell this bitch. Let's do it. They're always looking for new reality TV. You listen to the radio much? 
never. I caught a deal on my way. It must have been after dropping the girls off the sitter because I only catch the radio maybe 10, 15 minutes a day. And uh, there is this ad on the radio about the evils of pornography. <laughs> and it was like a 30-second ad talking about how it ruins marriages and it and it uh it, it leads to the slippery slope of uh moral betrayal and all this stuff and it's 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 a radio commercial and it goes on for fucking ever who pays there's for a, this shit there's a couple senators that are actually starting this war back up again against pornography uh-huh well i, I knew that. i knew there's a thing in california where they wanted they wanted to make uh, condoms, condoms mandatory. Yeah, mandatory. That's been a thing for a while now. But most of, the, most of the adult stars don't want it because they know that people don't enjoy to watch it, so they'll, they'll lose money. And like, no, there's, nothing, like, there's nothing sexy about watching a dude fuck a chick wearing a condom. Like, it's just, first. It's just like, well, that takes me out of it. Like, I'm, I just can't but keep why, my eyes off the condom. Why stop there? If you're going to be safe, then go all out be safe. Like, do warm up for work. <laughs> stretches make sure you're limber make sure your heart rate's set make sure they consent to each other like on oh, paper fuck. Oh, or looking into each other's eyes is this okay yes is this okay yes is this can okay? i touch you here like, can you know, I touch for here? fuck's sake can i put this there yeah is that all right is that all right oh, sorry i couldn't hear you <laughs> was that a yes or a no like nothing sexier than that kind of porno that's the sexiest porno ever and then next they'll just be like they'll just barely be getting their pants down enough so that they can do what they need to do and then be like fucking married people porno <laughs> nobody wants to watch any of that like oh jesus and you know they get they get tested like every two weeks yeah so if you think about it if they're all getting tested every two weeks it's pretty safe no because there's daily there's dozens if not a hundred new girls coming up on the scene yeah but they should be tested before their first scene but some of the stuff doesn't show up right away. Like if you just get certain diseases, they don't show up immediately. Some stuff takes a few days to show up. I bet you're a lot of fun at parties. <laughs> really killing facts. my fucking <laughs> not alternative facts. Facts. <laughs> killing my buzz here, man. The old variety of facts. What the fuck? Oh, Jesus. You see? Oh, let me show you this. I don't know if you've seen this before. Have you seen this? Yeah. Is it not the fucking? Okay, so it's a Fisher Price Happy it's Hour place. Whoever so. made that, it's well done. Yeah, it's clever as hell. People were losing their shit about this. It's so it's so a little fish price playset, and there's a bar. There's an angry toddler behind the bar That's... wearing a little bow tie, and then there's a, a little little black uh, girl with a beer in her hand, and then a little uh, white kid with like a, a nice sweater and jeans and holding a beer. And there's little plastic bar stools. It's uh, it, it looks like a Fisher Price box. The like, first time I saw that. Instantly, I laughed my ass yeah. off. At no point, even for a millisecond, did I believe that's a real thing. No. But many, many, yes. many people did. Yes. And we're angry how inappropriate people this is like, for children. We've been saying this for a decade now. Because it's on the internet doesn't mean it's real. Right. Matter of fact, because it's on the internet, most it's likely means it's not, not real. real. <laughs> but it was just crazy to me how many people were pissed off this is an appropriate toy for children this is uh <laughs> is glamorizing alcohol abuse and i'm just like you fucking morons first of all lighten the fuck up like have some fun every once in a while look at something on the internet and go that's funny that's cute because it's a fucking adorable look how angry that little bartender is he's so mad if you get a chance google fisher price happy hour playset it'll come up it's fucking adorable 
horrible. That's the name of the episode. Is Happy Replace It. <laughs> <laughs> This <laughs> is so accurate. <laughs> but it's, it's like, it's so cute to look at and so much fun. Like, if you take it for exactly what it is, a fun little meme somebody made, isn't your day that much better? Yeah. Like, don't, aren't you a happy person now? Or you can look at that and be like, I'm writing my congressman because Fisher Price should be driven from the market. Like, well, I'm sure Fisher Price is probably going, well, that's pretty fucked up. They put our logo and shit on it. I mean, it's funny, but like, how... how uh, they're gonna get us in trouble. I guarantee yeah. that's the first thing Fisher yep. Price thought was, man, they people are stupid. The lawyer when they saw that, yep. I Pe- guarantee you, people are stupid enough that they're gonna believe we're making that, and it's gonna it's gonna affect our bottom line. And they're probably right. Why is this the world we live? I want off this fucking planet. Had I made that, I would have misspelled it a little bit. People still wouldn't have gotten it. I know. People but- don't know how to use there, there, and there. They're not gonna fucking get a misspelling on a fucking meme. You know how many memes have the wrong your? Like if a meme's worth making, it's worth it's worth making right. Like, unless you're making fun of people that like memes, in which case you'd intentionally misspell it. Right, but that's that's a lot of depth for a meme. <laughs> I mean, really, it's, you're going <laughs> a long way. Yeah, you're going a long way for that joke. I don't. I. I <sighs> yeah, that, that I. This this came out a while ago, but I I had to write it down because I wanted to. The talk funny about thing it. is, like, as a kid. Almost every old Ben Franklin just up the road, or it's gone now, but there oh, used yeah. to be a store. Like, it was aisles of candy. And I mean, they had like a 10 foot section, like multiple shelves of just penny candy. Yep. You go on a couple of feet, nickel candy, yep. dime candy, candy everywhere. Like, like I could, it was maybe a two, three minute walk from my house. Uh-huh. So I could dig through the, the couches and the, the sofas and stuff, find change, right. walk up there and fill in pockets of candy. Right. Loved that place. But they sold my entire childhood candy cigarettes, which yep. my mom hated. Uh-huh. Awful candy, disgusting tasting. Yeah, it tastes it like was chalk. basically like yeah, yeah, it was a wick up. Like it pre- was chalky. They like pressed sugar. I think it was pretty much all it was. I think it was like no, t- no, no real taste. No, no, and 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 they had. It was funny because um, they weren't made well. So they were supposed to look they had like, like the red, like yeah, a red, like it was lit up, yeah. but it was never centered. It was no. always off to the side. <laughs> That's exactly. What I was gonna <laughs> and the packaging about. was very clearly cigarette looking. Do you remember the ones the the fancy ones that had the paper around them and there was like a powdered sugar in it? Huh. So you could take them out and you could blow through it and it would send out a puff of white like remember those. dust. Yeah. No. Yeah. So it was like you were smoking but you were blowing out instead of sucking it in. They also had the bubble pipes. Yeah. A pipe like you could blow bubbles, blow bubbles out like of a corn cup like yep. those old school pipes. Yeah. Yeah, and there's like, some of the candy cigarettes. I think were gum, also. Yeah, yeah, cigars. That are gum yeah, cigars. The, the 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 pink ones. They're bright pink. <laughs> yeah, and there's they're candy. So they're to gum go cigars. from there, we're like that was around our entire childhood. Yeah, and we're just like, ah, eh, no big deal. And now this is the end of the world. Yeah, yeah, a thing that doesn't even <laughs> exist is the end of the world. It's a picture. It's for a fuck's picture. Sake. It's a picture of something that isn't real, and people are losing their fucking minds about it. We okay. Look, we live in a society full of fucking morons. Have you heard about the angel shots? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh fuck! I'm gonna Google it here real quick because I want to read. I want you to see uh, what a bar is had posted on their wall. Okay, and they're encouraging to share it so that other people can lives can be saved. Um, by taking a shot. Yes. <laughs> angel shots. Bars offering life saving help for women. Ordering an angel shot at the bar could save your life. These are just the the titles of the web pages. Uh. Order an angel shot for a bartender's help to escape a dangerous situation. 
because it's a whole. Oh, list. is that like so? Like if she was on a date or something, yeah, was going yeah, yeah, wrong, yeah, yeah. she'd go up and say something, and then yes, like the, yeah. it would be a, a clue, like a tell to the the bartender. Okay, here it is. I, I saw, did read that. I saw this on the toilet. Um, okay, here it is. Strawberry on toilet. All right. Hi, I'm Angela. Are you on a date that isn't working? Do you feel like you're not in a safe situation? Does it all feel a bit weird? Is your Tinder or uh, Plenty of Fish date not who they said they were on their profile? If you go to the bar and ask for Angela, the bar staff will know you need some help getting out of your situation and will call you a taxi or help you out discreetly without too much fuss. Okay, that's that's that one. All right, That's the, the Angela, asking for Angela. There, there were, I wish I could find the one that set me off, like was furious. There was one that it had this list of different shots that you could ask your bartender for. And one meant like, um, yeah, call me a taxi. One meant call the police. One meant, um, yeah, like, uh, this, this guy followed me here. One meant this, one meant that. And it's like, if you can get up there to order the fucking shot, just say to the bartender, hey, this guy's a creep. Um, can you call me a cab? Will you walk me to my car? That's what it was. Uh, call the police. Uh, call me a cab. Walking me to my car. Um, I need help. Like, it was all this shit. And it's like, okay, look. If we live in a world where women want fucking equal rights, which they should have. Let me fucking that caveat. <laughs> women should be equal to men, okay? But if we live in that world... Shouldn't we also live in a world where they're responsible for their own fucking safety? And second of all... Yeah, there's no... That's another thing is there's no accountability whatsoever. Look, if you're meeting people from Tinder and Plenty of Fish, shouldn't you just pretty much accept the fact that... Right out the gate, doing that, (laughs) you should be skeptical of anybody you're meeting. Right. Which is why, being single, I have not even attempted to join any of those online stuff. Like, I'm not that desperate yet. Well, and you just have to understand that people might be lying to you. And and so I get into an argument online with this chick who's like, well, maybe maybe you just don't understand because you're a man and you've I'll never been in an unsafe situation before. There's only been once where someone I really knew nothing about, like complete stranger, I met that day one time. Yeah, how was that? Otherwise, actually, really good. <laughs> really. <laughs> Otherwise, like, and this is it was a. I'll admit it was a learning. It was a big awkward trial because there were some super awkward dates, which ultimately at the end of the day, like awful to be in but afterwards it's a fucking great story to tell and you learn a lesson from it okay real quick sorry are you on a date that isn't going well is your tinder or plenty of fish date not who they said they were on their profile do you feel unsafe or even just a bit weird we're here to help just go to the bar and order an angel shot if you order angel shot neat your bartender will escort you to your vehicle order it with ice your bartender will call an uber or a lift for you if you order it with lime your bartender will call the police we'll handle things discreetly and without a lot of fuss we've been there and we want you to know that you're in good hands fuck off so because you can't handle your own shit you expect the bartenders to learn a fucking code that is quiet little kid we're talking about how not to get raped at the bar it's so ridiculous that the strangest part of this is this is written like it's 1980. Like, this shit would have made sense 20 years ago. I would have been all for this idea and this concept. It would have honestly made sense back then. No. Everybody on Earth has a cell phone right now. It, yes. You can sit yes, there and, they do. oh, my phone's going off. Yeah. It's on silent or vibrate. You can text the police. You can text a cab. <laughs> you can call someone like, hey, please come over here immediately. Get me out of the situation. You can turn to the guy, hey, I've got a call. I need to get this real quick. Leave. Two things. 
one, <laughs> get even, up and leave. Even twenty years ago, if you are still responsible for your own fucking life, so get up and walk over to the bar. But even the code, like, yeah, M- motherfucker, ain't forget gonna, the code. You can yeah. go up to the bartender, like, hey, can you call me a cab? This guy's a creep. Yeah, you don't even say that. Yeah. Just, can you call me a cab? Yeah. That's but it. The thing is, so so I get into an argument with this with this uber feminist bitch online, right? First of all, she's an uber feminist. She should not want any part of them needing the bartender to save them. She should be like, you are a, are a woman and you are powerful. But she doesn't because that's not what feminist means. Feminist means we want you to take care of all of our shit for us, but pay us the same. That's what a feminist is. Feminists are dangerous to women because they do not want equal rights. They want to be treated special. Secondly. So she says to me, um, it, what if he, well, maybe, maybe if you had ever been followed to a bathroom by a man, I'm like, there are absolutely creepy guys. Th- there are at the same time. Like I've been on dates where I walked right past my date because they looked absolutely nothing like the pictures they right. showed me, like nothing. Right. Well, I've it, been on dates where I got a headshot and they looked really like cute and yeah. all of a sudden they're yeah oh yeah i've been there it's like well okay like i'm not at all mildly attracted to you so this isn't gonna go anywhere right <laughs> you're wasting both of our time like like i'm not trying to be an asshole here but you lied or to they me. read their, yeah. their bio and they're all into like things i'm into you get there and realize that they're not right yeah like, you're not into fitness at all i can tell yeah, that you can tell just by looking at you <laughs> just call it a hunch but so so the weird thing though is like so she so she makes these claims like you've never been followed to the restroom by a man what are the odds of that the odds of, of you being on a date with a guy who's creepy enough to follow you into the restroom where he's going to rape you in a public place. You know what kind of a special kind of crazy that guy has to be to be willing to do all those things? It is so, again, with the math, mathematically unlikely that that will ever happen. You want people to learn a fucking special code because there's a point zero 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 one nine percent chance that you might end up on a date that you didn't properly vet because that's a buzzword these days properly enough to go out into public with into public. I'm not saying you're going taking him back to his, your apartment, right? And then there has to be a text code to nine one one, you know, like order me a pizza. I'm ordering a pizza with anchovies. And then 911 sends the police because that's code and you didn't want the guy to see what you're texting. And you're alone. You're alone in private. You're at a public fucking bar. Walk up to the bartender, point at that asshole, and be like, that guy. And just be like that scene in fucking Body Snatchers. Like, that guy right there. And you point at him and be like, he's a fucking creep. What's he going to do? What's he going to do? So that one time I said I went on a date, like, last second, like, really didn't know who they were. Just a random text, like, hey, you want to meet, like... They didn't even have a picture. Like that was one of my things. Is like I refuse to go on a date with someone that doesn't have a picture in their profile. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Like to me, looks aren't everything. But like, I have to be physically attracted to you. Well, it's nice to know if they got a dick or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really. So this person, they're brand new. They didn't have any picture or anything. Just random text. Started talking. They were really funny. They were witty. They were intelligent. Like they right. use big words. I'm like, okay. So at least I can have a conversation. <laughs> use big words. It wasn't like I can't stand abbreviation text. Right. Hate oh, right, it. Right. Hate with the passion. So I've right. already gotten like the letter U instead of U, uh, like shit yeah. like that. Like yeah. I would not have done this. No way in hell. But, right. So like right out the gate, I'm like, okay, this seems like a decent someone I can click with. So I get there and meet them. They show up right away. I saw her go over to a table. She says something to a girl sitting there. This girl gets up and leaves. Comes over, sits on the table. And then pulls out of her pocket a hat, stocking cap, slams on the table. She told me she would be, she's like, because I, I had no idea what she looked like. Oh. She's like, I'll be wearing a red stocking cap. So she scouted the room she's first. Like, yeah. Well, she's a smart girl. So, and then she pulls out a black cap and she's like, 
I had a black hat on because if I got any sort of weird vibe from you, you wouldn't have known that was me and that was my friend at the table. I would have just sat down with her and you would have known any different and we would have just had a night and you would have thought you were stood up. You know, so like what? I came in, watched for a couple seconds. You seemed decent. So I told my friend she could leave and here I am. Wow. So I'm like, oh, that's actually really cool. That's how we met. That was our initial conversation. Like that was a good date. Wow. That's smart. And it that, is. And that's her taking some personal responsibility. That's what I'm saying. Like that's yeah. how you cover your bases. Yeah. Like, you just be, if you're good, if you're going to do something that's not traditional, you have to act non-traditionally to protect yourself. Any people should be, yeah, you need to look out for interest. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and, and ordering a fucking angel shot with lime is not how you do it. That's <laughs> expecting someone else to handle your fucking business. And chances you. are you're going to get some bartenders at first day. They're not going to know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, you know, big Al's a bartender and he's like, I would not, that could be posted on the That's wall behind ridiculous. me. And I would not remember that. That's fuck dumb. No. He's like, he goes, I tell you what, <laughs> if you're ever in my, the bar that I'm working at and you need help, you just come up to me and go, Al, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> that way there's no <laughs> misunderstanding <laughs> there's no like you know like just be like hey this guy's kind of creepy and uh I, I want a cab he because he was like he's like i've driven i've driven women home i've walked them to their cars i've walked them to their cabs uh I, i've done all of that stuff and none of it required them saying to me i need an angel shot with lime <laughs> it's it's just so it's so ridiculous because the, there's there's a certain type of women that want so badly to live in this fucking th- this victim's lifestyle it that that they need to manufacture these things to save them. And, and, and so I was arguing with this girl, and she's like, well, you, you know, it's it's kind of a private thing, but when you've been victimized as many times as, as I have, I've been sexually assaulted three times, it's like, maybe you're making bad choices. Like, anybody can be accidentally raped once, but you get sexually assaulted three times, you're not paying attention to the type of people you're the fucking hanging out with. The odds of that are astronomical. Yeah, I mean, you, there, there's... There's that was like, the, I told you that story, that guy worked that got raped on the beach by the same guy twice in, like, a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I'm not going to believe you. Like, once is, as a male, another guy coming up and raping pretty you rare. randomly? Yeah, like, pretty rare. That's yeah. really bizarre. Yeah. And then, like, a month later, the same dude in the same beach comes up and does it again. I'm going to come I'm going to go. So, I'm going to say I'm, that might have been consensual. Or, or, or just your fault. I'm going to I'm gonna go far enough to say that's your fault because you weren't paying attention. Like, if he sneaky peated you twice, like, come on, man. Like, and, and, you know, I, I don't, obviously, I don't advocate violence for Maintain women. Maintain alertness and anticipate yes. danger, people. Yes. It's that simple. Yes. Constantly aware of your environment. As much as we don't like to talk about it, we live in a dangerous society. Yeah, and we period. always have. From no, you're right. From from saber tooths all the way up to and statistically speaking, cars. it's actually we're getting safer. Believe it or not, the mm-hmm. media doesn't want you to think otherwise because it's all attention. Hey, so there were shots fired. That's the news. Yeah, it gets your attention. But well, you know, and, and this this girl, you know, went on to make to make these uh, statistical claims. You know, one in five women have been a victim of sexual assault. I'm like, you know what that means? Four out of five haven't. You're you're less likely to be a victim than not, but you're trying to those, convince me. Anytime any some anybody comes with one of those one in whatever, it's right out the gate. I'm not buying it's bullshit. Remember that in, in college there was was it one in eight people are gay? That was like the huge rallying cry. Oh, I believe which that. is. One in eight, I, I, really? I, I believe One that. in eight. Yeah, I believe that. No. At least no. curious. At least curious. Yeah. If your destination is maybe like they've kissed a guy yeah, I, it, once. It wouldn't surprise me. One in eight? That's not... I mean, that's Maybe not, then, but I wouldn't call not, someone like that gay. That's not astronomical odds, though. One in or eight. Or girls that in a bar, they're like... But I mean... Kiss each other. But like, that means... That counts? That means seven like, out of eight. On. Seven out of eight aren't. It's all on how you look at the numbers. 
when she said one in five women has been a victim of sexual assault, immediately my again, head but went what's, to okay, but what's her definition of sexual assault? Because there's a huge oh, well, gray th- area. This, this woman, a cat call would be a sexual assault, that's, and that's what I'm yeah, saying. There's yeah, people so, that are like that. So that's even saying like if 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 you're like even a that, look like. We're yeah. probably oh, yeah. five feet away from each other. If I gave you a, like a glare at you for too long, right. that's threatening. You're threatening right. me. Well, in, in that, that type of girl that was making all these claims, so she 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 ruins it for legitimate, you know. So so that maybe now the number's even bigger. Maybe it's one out of every ten. So that means nine out of every ten have not been a victim. Well, you could set the threshold so it's one. Like all women are victimized. Like well, I, she, random guys looked at my cleavage today. That's that's what she would like for you to believe. She was that kind of woman, <laughs> and, and that that was that's what's so frustrating to me is because the women that have been victimized or have been, and that's what I, I explained too. Like um, because because the the, the thread happened um, on a guy who was a, a longtime listener to the show and finally just told him to get lost because I'm like, you know what? You are defending these people, saying ridiculous things, and it happens all the time. And he's like, well, uh, there won't be any further discussion about this in this thread. I'm like, you fucking bitch. You gave me on a social network site and be like, you're not going to discuss this issue. Because I was, I was just telling him, like, look, you, what you're doing is ridiculous. You, you, well, maybe if, if some, maybe you should talk to your, your, uh, some of your female friends about this and see how they feel. Like, I have talked to them. And they're reasonable human beings. And they think you're fucking ridiculous. Because one of the first things I had when I got into this argument one other time, uh, and I asked Jenny, I was like, do you, are you terrified for your life every time you leave the house? She's like, no. I go, do you feel like... There's probably some responsibility on you to make sure that you're safe when you're walking to and from your car. Like, that you need to pay attention to what's going on around you. Well, absolutely. If you got raped six times in five years, would you think that maybe you weren't doing a good enough job at putting yourself in situations, you know? And she's like, yeah, that'd be ridiculous. And I'm like, okay, so this woman is continually, and then she talks about how private it is and and how secret of a matter. and, and, And I'm like... If it's such a private and sensitive topic, why do you run your cock holster about it on social media to complete strangers every chance you get? Have you ever noticed about that? These women that feel so victimized and so scarred talk about it at length on social media over and over and over. I get that, though. Talking about it? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. By no fault of my own, I ended up unintentionally taking two classes in college that were extreme feminist classes. Oh, yeesh. One was my professor died like a week before class started. What? So they had a woman's study professor came in and she, like, both times, it was this very similar. The one who died, the other one, the professor's schedule flipped. And for whatever reason, this particular hour, she had to teach a different class. Same, like, same, it seemed to fill the same field. But instead of feminism class being at night, it had to be earlier. She went into why it was weird. But any, either way. Both times the classes originally weren't, but now were feminism classes. I'll be like, this is not so what I signed right up the for. gate on day one. They're like, hey, here's what this class is going to be. I realize it's not what you signed up for. If you have a problem or don't want to do it, I understand it. Well, to go over to um, humanity, go to your wherever the fuck you go to schedule. Advisor. God, it's been advisor. Yeah. God, I don't know if you've been talking to a person, you and I. <laughs> yeah. Where the re- officer of the registry? The registrar's office? Yes. Yeah. Go there, they'll deal with it. You're good to go. <laughs> okay. And one of the classes, there was me and one other guy. Every other guy, and there's probably 40 of us originally left. So me and one other dude. Also, like, what did it, was, it was interesting, but no, like this came up several times. Like you would have probably hated the class. Oh, fuck. I enjoyed it. The whole idea is they don't want you to be shamed because they're saying that so many of your sexual reports and rapes are never reported because of the stigma attached to it. And they're saying that that's the real problem. See, I don't know that. I, I, because it, I think that's bullshit. I don't think there's a stigma. Like, do you know anybody that looks at someone who is raped one time? 
<laughs> Somebody who's raped one time the and goes, is, oh, that's because of the way you were dressed. Most, Nobody feels that way. No most rapes, so Most rapes are not, not like some random creepy guy that just goes over right. and runs out of a corner and attacks right. somebody and rapes them. Right. Like, that's actually really rare. Absolutely it is. Most of them are date rapes yep. or like someone that you kind of know, a friend or right. a distant acquaintance that just takes advantage like you're drunk or whatever. There's okay. There's a heavy gray area here. Well, and that's not really a gray area. I mean, it's... When you're drinking, too, because that's... My mom had to do... She was in jury duty for one of these cases where yeah. they were at a party. They kind of knew each other. She was drinking, got drunk, and she claimed she didn't consent to it. He, was he claimed dr- she did. Was he drinking and drunk, yeah. too? But I'm saying, like, there are definite gray areas, and it's really complicated. So you know how many I times, get... You know how many times some drunk chick tossed my dick when I was drunk? <laughs> Am I going to yell rape? No, I'm not. I mean, yeah, but thank you, you. You also don't have to live with the fact that you could get pregnant and have to carry a human being the rest of your life. I don't know. We're we live, a female we live in a world of chimera. <laughs> At any moment, things could change. I'm for just us. saying there's sexually, and yeah, like, there's a I, sexual encounter. The woman has a lot more repercussions to that act than a male does. And I get that. And like all joking aside, like okay, so you have one date rape situation, right? As as a as a woman, okay. Nobody's going to look down on you for that. Now, if you have three more, maybe you're putting yourself into situations. Like, oh, oh, again, for a third time, you got too drunk to know what was going on. Don't Shit. leave your friends. Don't drink well, yeah, open container right. drinks. Like, like, don't, like, don't, don't get so drunk that, and I'm not saying she deserved it, but I'm saying you have to take a little bit of the responsibility. Like, you should have learned last time that bad things happen. Protect yourself again. Right. The, the, we don't live in a world where I, even I should be able to get blackout drunk and not have to worry about bad things happen to me. If I get blackout drunk and wake up without my wallet, I got robbed. If I get blackout drunk the next week and wake up without my wallet again, I'm a fucking retard. Yep. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, terrible things happen to good people. If the, the same exact terrible thing happens to you over and over and over, maybe you're putting yourself in a situation. That right there is why I always answer the question whenever you ask, like, your regrets in life. Always I say I don't have any, and the reason why is I learn from them. Right. I always tell people uh, I've never learned anything by doing something right. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's. But... <laughs> I also don't keep doing the same wrong thing over and over because, <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, there's an idea behind that. Like, yeah, you can be a victim and you can be a victim forever. And that's what I was getting at with that, with what I was talking about with that girl, you know, that, you know, she, she's scared to ask a bartender for help on her way to the shitter. Uh, but she'll conversate at length on Facebook uh, about her proud victim's heritage. And that's what it comes down to is that there's almost this badge of honor on the Internet with being a victim. Like you're talking about how it's private and it's and, and and it's it's something that you know it's such a private thing and I wouldn't understand. But then she goes on to a fucking four paragraph thing about how she's been sexually assaulted and by people who loved me and I sh- should have been able to trust. Like don't, I don't care. This is private shit. What I'm telling you is, you don't need to order a fucking shot. Okay. Devil's advocate, right? If you're so scared. We live in a society of victims, and every time I walk out the door, I'm in danger of being assaulted or accosted or raped by a man. Who's that bartender? If he don't know about this shit, the first thing he's going to think, if he's an asshole bartender, you walk up and order a shot, he's like, this chick's a pushover. She can't even fucking tell me she needs help. I'll walk her to a taxi. Or better yet, where am I looking at this? How long did it take me to find this? I'm seeing it on the internet, right? You just met this fucking guy on Plenty of Fish. That means he's got the internet. You don't think he's going to know that this code exists? You dumb bastard. <laughs> like, this is the dumbest shit 
ever. And, and, and these women were holding it up as being the saving, like this is their Messiah of safety. This, this, this angel shot, it's going to save so many women. The fuck it is. If I'm a nut job and I'm such, I'm so scary. I'm so scary that you are afraid to go up and talk to the bartender in normal language in front of me. What am I going to do when I hear you ordering one of these fucking code word shots? If I'm so terrifying that I'm willing to rape you in a bar full of people, I hear you ordering one of these fucking code word shots, I will slit your throat and drink your blood in front of everybody in there. Because obviously, I'm super scary. There is no logic behind this. None. It is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. And I've heard some dumb shit. That would be the extreme far left's version of what the extreme far right person would be. Just they'd be carrying a loaded weapon with them. They, they, no, they would, <laughs> they, they would ban all internet dating because there's a chance that one internet dater might be crazy. Oh God. There's internet dating's fuck, fuck. Like I'll be, I've done it. I've done it yeah. many times. Like I'm not a social person. That's how I meet people. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I fucking love it and I hate it Yeah, because you meet some really, really bizarre people. Sure. Sure. There's no filter. Like you don't know what you're getting until you get it. And I've even learned, like I've, I got to the point where, like, okay, then I'll talk to them a little bit on the app, and then I'll, mm-hmm. if they're on Facebook, which most of them are, I'll meet them on Facebook because it's a lot harder to hide who you are in reality on Facebook right. than it is on this like little. The, the only way you would be able to do it on Facebook would be to make two accounts. Like if you if you have a regular account for the people who actually know you, and then a fake account for the people you're trying to meet online, that'd be about the only way you could do it. That'd be pretty obvious though, because you'd see like their friends would all be guys, random guys. I'd be like, um, okay, she's got yeah. 40, 50 random guys all her age. Um, probably not somebody they want to date. Yeah, I get fr- <laughs> I get friend requests from those people all the time. <laughs> As do I, which yeah, is fucking weird. It's so weird. It's clearly some kind of a phishing scam. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's just some like smoking hot profile picture and they're only friends with like and she's with, from like Dewar, Iowa. Yeah, yeah. And they're only friends with like like Cuban guys with bad mustaches. <laughs> like, like, I don't think I don't think we have anything in common probably. This is yeah. <sighs> you know, I, I remember when I was in college when AOL was the thing and AIM, you know, in semester was a thing and you could get on and search you know, especially in the dorms. I could search literally for people who lived in my dorm building. And then I would meet chicks and like finger jam them and stuff and like it was great then because the nice thing was you'd meet them you knew right away as yeah, something i really want to and then you just go your separate ways now they're so much more invested because people put so much information on their profiles you've already gotten into parts of their life before you meet them right so then you feel guilty i mean i don't know i've obviously I've been out of the dating game for over 10 years it's clear to me i can see it and, and where the hurdles are with internet dating now is it's you're too involved by the time that you actually meet in person. So it makes it a lot harder to separate yourself if they're a Bramalow. Yeah, it's very <laughs> easy to find out who like a lot of yeah. really very detailed intimate things about them. Yeah, which is why uh people need to start taking a little bit more personal fucking you're putting all your information out there and then meeting these people. So continue to meet them in a public place like a bar. That's where you'll be safe. And you're not going to be safe there because of angel shots. You're going to be safe there because it's in public. Most people won't do something to you in public. Just don't go home with them. Don't go to the fucking alley behind the bar because it's too loud in here. I can't hear you. Use your fucking common sense in your noodle. No molest zone. I had one of those in my apartment. No moleste. <laughs> no, in college, I had like I put a piece of tape down in the corner of the room. Sometimes I'd be working, and my at the time girlfriend would come and just start kissing me or whatever, and just 
not right now. <laughs> I'm busy. I'm so fucking busy. So one day I took mask as, as a jo- and it started out as a joke. <laughs> I just put masking tape down and taped off a corner of the room. Like that corner is an OMLS corner. Anybody's in there, they cannot be touched. <laughs> Did it work? That's the rule. Did it work? Yeah, it worked. No it shit. Started some fights. <laughs> But no one ever got diddled in that corner. <laughs> Is that how you told her you wanted a divorce? <laughs> she came home with, I just didn't say anything. I just took out this roll of tape. <laughs> <laughs> made a path all the way to your Jeep. <laughs> you carried your shit out there. I'll be safe. I'm in the no molest zone. <laughs> this has been episode 288 of Misinformation Podcast. With you as always, I'm Zach. And I'm Willow. Love you. Driving me crazy, you hostile, you. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. You can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Now you hostile, you. Me. It's such a private and sensitive topic. Why do you run your cock holster about it on social media to complete strangers every chance you get? You've just heard the misinformation theme song, Hostile You, by the Matt Lees Band. Thanks for listening.